You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It is Monday, November the 30th, the last day of November. We are jumping into... Christmas time, my friend. You got your trees up. Man, my trees have been up, brother. <laughs> they all decorated and all that? All, like all yes. of them? Yes. Yes. My just, whole house is decorated. I, you know that. You've been here. I know, but I didn't know all of them were done. All of them are done. All three, all three Christmas trees are decorated. I, I got and one all, little. Out, the lights up outside. <laughs> I love Christmas time. I Same love, here. Love, hey, love you, Christmas. You know time. what my mother-in-law told me? She what? said, uh, she said, it, it amazes me that you this sports guy, this, uh, you know, I like to drink beer and whiskey and watch football and whatever. She said, you get so into Christmas. And I said, that, what? It just makes me happy. She said, yeah. it makes me happy that it makes you happy. Like, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I love Christmas time. I, I appreciate the, uh, the spirit of the season, right? Like, I yeah. ain't worried about getting gifts or anything. Like, I can buy my no, own No, I shit. don't want anything. I don't need anything. Jesus. I just, I just, yeah. I just like Christmas. I like Christmas movies. I like Christmas music. I, I, it makes me happy. That's a good way to say it. It makes me happy. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, my wife and I are, for the first time, doing a, what is it? We're sponsoring a child. What is it? Oh, God, she sent it to me. Um, I don't know why this, why it brought me, or whatever, why I brought it up. Oh, sponsoring uh, an angel tree child this year. So, so we, we're doing okay. There's not a lot of people that, uh, that are this year. I'll take that back. There are a lot of people, but there are some. They're not doing well, so we uh we're gonna try and give back a little bit, and uh and that that will be one of our ways of of doing so, but uh but yeah Christmas we love it we got our tree up last night we got our decorations rocking and rolling our son is pulling every ornament off the tree every chance he gets so we're having to go back and redo that but we got that ready to go uh you guys do us a favor go over to winningcureseverything.com. we would certainly appreciate that that is the website you can find all of our picks previews podcasts videos social media platforms etc we do a show Monday Wednesday Friday that is live. Right here, if you're watching it right now, we appreciate you. You can jump into the chat. Obviously, there's a little chat box down there. And all of the different platforms that we are on, if you chat in there, it will populate right there on your screen. That would be YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, and Twitch. You can also find the podcast. We do two podcast exclusives every single week. So two episodes that you can't get right here on whatever video stream you're watching. 
And if you missed the show, you can always go back and get it on the podcast. So that is five podcasts a week. And on top of that, we do three SBR shows a week for our college football gambling content, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF, or sportsbookreview.com, or SBR Picks on YouTube. Very easy to find. Go and check it out. Uh, hopefully, everybody is having a good Monday. You all had wonderful Thanksgiving holidays, I would imagine. Uh, if you were not in the United States, uh, you just had yourself a weekend. So, And we're good with that, too. Weekends are always good. Um, Chris, there's a lot to get into today, and we're just going to dive right into it. The Ravens and the Steelers has been pushed back again. And it, so, of course, there are people that are irritated because the Broncos had to play with no quarterbacks. And there are other people that are irritated because, well, this is actually hurting the Steelers, right? So they keep pushing these games back. The Steelers had to deal with the same crap with the Titans. The Steelers. I don't know how it's hurting the Steelers to have more time to prepare for a team. Their facilities aren't shut down. No, no, no. But they are, they are having to play their next game. So they're supposed to play the Washington football team on Sunday at noon. My guess is they'll probably move that one to Monday the same yes. way they did the so, Ravens. So they'll have the, but, almost the exact same time off. This is ridiculous. You know, nobody's crying for the Steelers, okay? The Steelers' bye that. week was supposed to be in week seven. No, week eight. They yeah, instead had instead to have it, it in, was in week seven. No, it was, oh, my no, God. It was week, it was week oh. four because of the oh, Titans. it hurts my heart. No, it was weeks before that because of the Titans in, in week four, I believe it was, or, or week three, one or the other. It was super early. It was way, no, no it week, wasn't uh, week, week three. Nobody had a bye week in week three. Week four. Many people start by, they start the bye weeks week four. Many other teams had a bye week in week four. That's part of it. That's fine. Okay, so. Jesus so Christ. Part of. Cry babies. <laughs> part of the issue here, um, the, the Broncos, uh, excuse me, the Broncos fans, of course, are irritated because they had no quarterback whatsoever and they said, well, why could we not have pushed back like a day to try and get somebody back? What's the deal? Um, there's a lot. So there's the NFL's forfeit rule and the COVID-19 warnings, et cetera, et cetera. My question to you, one, uh, why wouldn't they just push the Broncos back? I know you've got an answer for this, so go ahead and, yeah. and dive in with well, that. So one. it's not, not just, I can't, I'm, I'm uh, to address it all, okay? Now, this is this is not my information, all right? I heard this information from someone else who is connected to the NFL and from the NFL, whatever. Uh, his name, he's a writer for the Washington Post. His name is either Mark Mask or Maskey. It's M-A-S-K-E. Okay. He was on the Tony, Con- Tony Kornheiser show. He's been kind of making the rounds. Uh, that's where I heard him. Been making the rounds uh, through the interwebs um, and other talk shows today explaining the differences for everybody because a lot of people are having this question. If I was a Broncos fan, I'd be a little miffed too. And, and, and the, the, cause a lot of the Raiders fans had the same questions as to why did you move back the Titan stuff, but you never move our stuff back. And we got hit with fines and, you know, threats of draft picks and things like that. This is the difference. The NFL has made it abundantly clear. We have given you roster flexibility we are not moving games because specific players are hurt or out or anything of that nature. That is, that is, we are not moving football games for that. Okay. We're just not, this is not that the Ravens are not able to play without any running backs. And now, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Lamar's out and all this other stuff. We don't care about that. We cannot play this football game because they still have an active outbreak. It is strictly, a medical safety issue. They today, four more people popped for the Ravens. They have not 
gotten the virus under control. Okay. That's, that's why they are continually moving it because they don't know who's safe to play and who's not. Once they figure that out, they don't give a damn how many players, stars, starters are, are there or not. You fill the team with 53 people, however you can fill it based on the roster uh, of flexibilities that we've given these teams, and you're going to show up to play. But we cannot do that until we have the outbreak under control. That makes sense to me. No, that, okay? that does make perfect sense. However, you have to imagine that there is something that went haywire here with the protocols and whatever else. Like somebody was not following protocol if there are this one many. person. One person is how this thing started with the Ravens. They had a trainer that was sick and came into work. And that and is where it all started. Is he actually was sick and had symptoms but didn't want to miss work and felt it was important to come in and he came in and now it is spread like wildfire because what do we know about the trainers and the, uh, the, I don't know if it's a trainer or if a strength and conditioning guy or something, those people see everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the tight ends coaches. So now we're only worried about the tight ends. Those people see everybody. Um, they work with everybody and that's why it has spread as far and as wide and as fast as it has. At, at what point, because you cannot move this game into like Thursday. Uh, so, so at what point do you just add on to the regular season and well, just yeah, toss We're really weekend? close to that point. I think that, I don't know the answer to that, but I think we're really close to that point. Um, so, so to address how the Raiders and the Broncos situation is different than this, those were not active outbreaks or anything like that. And why were those teams punished, but the Titans were not. And then uh, the Ravens have not been punished because those teams have been found to openly be ignoring protocol that the Raiders on multiple occasions had outbreaks and all three times they ignored protocol. And if you're going to ignore protocol, the NFL says we're going to hammer you because we believe our protocols work. All these other teams don't seem to have this problem. Guys get popped. We catch it. We find it. We get it under control but you have to follow protocol and they didn't. Um, it's, it's yet to be determined on if the Ravens are going to suffer any su- consequence for protocol. The one person I'm sure he's, I'm, I'm sure that strength and conditioning personal trainer is being disciplined internally. Um, I don't know if they've kept their job. I don't know anything about it. The name hasn't been reported out, um, but that's a, that's a Ravens thing. The NFL hasn't seen fit to, do anything yet, but that's because it's still an active case. Uh, the Broncos, the reason the Broncos were told suck it up buttercup and go play is it was found that they ignored protocol. The NFL has said we have the technology and we have provided you the technology to have all online meetings. We don't want any team. There's no reason for you to do any class work, uh, classroom work uh, in your facilities that you should do a hundred percent of it all online. And, and we've provided every team and every player with the ability to do that. And um, the Broncos were still holding meetings in person and yeah, they posi- were not requiring to wear masks. Yeah. So that is two, that is two violations of protocol, which is why the NFL says, Oh, it's just you guys. Oh, but it's all your quarterbacks. Tough shit. Get your ass out there and play. Yeah. Uh, on October 5th, NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell sent a memo to teams 
warning that teams could be forced to lose draft choices or forfeit games if COVID-19 protocols were not followed. The memo read in part, protocol violations that result in virus spread requiring adjustments to the schedule or otherwise impacting other teams will result in additional financial and competitive discipline, including the adjustment or loss of draft choices or even the forfeit of a game. Yep. So they, they don't want to do that. that. And, and that was the case. Yeah. He told the Broncos, you can forfeit this game. You can absolutely not play, and it will go down as a loss for you and a win for them. You do not have to play the game. But instead, they, they took their shot. So They took their shot. They tried. And for and, all those and, people out there, by the way, that, that come out and say, oh, man, I could, I could play better than that. I could compete better than that. Like, this guy was a state champion high school quarterback. He played some quarterback in college. Like, all this different stuff, and you saw what he did. I mean, it, like, what was it? Two out of two out of thirteen for like nineteen yards passing yeah. or whatever. I mean, it was just yeah, it's tough. The NFL really hard, really difficult. Um, yeah, really difficult. So, so, but that's that's the nuts and bolts of it. That's the reason one team is being treated one way and another has been treated another. It's why earlier in the season the Titans were treated the way they were treated and the Raiders were treated the way they were when we thought the Raiders are going to play and and half their defense is going to miss and oh my god how is that going to work the NFL did not care how that worked because they chose to violate protocol oh we have the strain under control we have it all cleaned up and y'all can and, and every we we have 53 people that are clean then those 53 people are going to get their ass out there and play yeah no, you are this this truck ain't stopping for nobody. And, and it ain't stopping for for uh for Lamar. It's not stopping for for the running backs for the Ravens. It is simply because they still do not have it under control. Yeah. No, I okay. I am totally with you there. I'm totally with you. Let's jump into the chat right quick before we move topics. Uh Terry said, What's up? Uh he's on Facebook there, so of course he jumped in the chat. Cruz jumped in. Hey, Gary and Chris, woo, my giants are in first place with four wins in the east. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I believe you're tied for first with uh, my Washington football team. Uh, but the Giants have the tiebreaker. No, they've played both their games. I think they're one and one, right? No, I could have sworn the Giants uh, won the only meeting, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe you're right. No, they, I do know the Giants won the last one, so if that's yeah. the only one, then then yes, they do have the tiebreaker. Yeah, I believe, right I believe that's it. Uh, Casey said the Ravens are just trying to make excuses because they want to wait for Lamar to come back. Uh, Casey said the Broncos were going to win that game if Locke would have played. Shake my damn head. Uh, Damien said, what's up? And then Damien, of course, said the refs are rigged. Uh, well, you know, of course they are. <laughs> Casey said, uh, Mike Vrabel sold his soul. Jack Thomas said, could we be looking at the potential goat in Patrick Mahomes? I know he has a ways to go, but seriously, he's got a shot, right? Uh, and then K-Storm won $450 on his parlay and said that we have the best show in the land. So, Hey, correction, uh, Mr. Cruz, uh, they have played twice. And the Giants won both of them. I did not think that. I missed that somewhere. And there you go. So, so they, they have a definitive tiebreaker. They most certainly do. They most certainly do. So um, it, we'll, we'll get to Patrick Mahomes here in just a little bit. We'll, uh, we'll definitely do that. Let's talk about Vanderbilt right quick. Obviously, we're not going to spend a long time. Vanderbilt's not a uh, premier program, but they are an SEC program. And anytime there's a coaching change, obviously, we want to be able to jump into it. Derek Mason gone. Now they are, the Tennessean released a list of potential head coaching candidates. And I, I wanted to read through these and just get your feel, like very quick response on it. Um, they have brought up Jason Candle from Toledo. Thoughts? Mm. 
<laughs> that's uh, all you gotta I, say. I, I want to hear. I want to hear other names. I'd like to. I'd like that's, to. I'd like to see what's on the rest of the that's, menu. That's please. what I want you to do for every one of them. I just want to read it off, and I want you to say like, eh, or okay, or yeah, okay. that guy, or whatever. I you can, know, I can do that. All yeah, right. So Jason that. Candle, we got a eh. All right, Jamie Chadwell, Coastal Carolina. Yes, uh, definitive. All right, uh, Tony Elliott, Clemson co-offensive coordinator. Uh, probably fine. Probably all right. Yeah, he's he's forty-one years old, known as an elite recruiter. You know, former Broyles Award uh, award winner. You better be a hell of a. I don't need a recruiter in Vanderbilt because you could be the greatest recruiter in the world. You ain't getting kids. Yep. I need a coach in Vanderbilt. Jeff Fisher, former Titans coach. I actually really like that hire a lot. <laughs> I knew you would. I know you. I, I would Jeff actually Fisher. really like that a lot. Uh, they, they they listed James Franklin. They said this would be a hell Mary. Back. Come on back if you if you go <laughs> if you go one and 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 seven, you can just bring your ass on back to Nashville. We'll love you. There you go. Listen, Nashville is a kajillion times better place to live than State College. I I could get with that. Yeah, I could get with that. Herb Hand, Texas co-offensive coordinator. Uh, he's more along the lines of an offensive line coach. Uh, used to be a uh, uh, an offensive line coach at Auburn. So, mm, eh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Will Healy, Charlotte coach. That's, if That's you my guy. think you can get Jamie, then I think Jamie's the pool. I do not think you could get Jamie, but I could be wrong. Um, I I like Will Healy a lot. I think that's probably second choice, but kind of really first choice because I didn't think he had a shot at Jamie, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I, I think they got a shot at Jamie, but, uh, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Skip Holtz at La Tech. Um, eh. I, I like, I like, I actually like Skip Holtz. Clark Lee. I mean, I like a lot of these other guys better than him, but I like Skip. Clark Lee, Notre Dame defensive coordinator. He, uh, he played at Vanderbilt. They, they, there's, I know you played there, brother. No, no, do not leave that Notre Dame job. I would. Do not leave that Notre Dame job. No, I, I certainly would not. Um, it yeah. need to be a real power five job. Not, not, not a fake bullshit power five job. He's, uh. One of his best friends, by the way, is Tim Corbin, who is the Vanderbilt National Championship winning baseball coach. So, uh, he's hey, gonna... uh, that, that, listen, but he's a coach. He's a real coach, okay? Yeah. He is a real coach. So, that might not mean if he takes the damn job, shoot, good for him. Memphis defensive coordinator Mike McIntyre, he's a, a former Vanderbilt player and the son of a Vandy football coach, George McIntyre, from 1979 to 85. Don't. Don't hate that. I like that a lot. I liked him at Colorado. Yep. So, uh, Jeff Munkin, Army. Yes, like that. Barry Odom. Um, I think this would be another job that Barry Odom will fail at, and I think that would two strikes and he'll never get another head coaching job again. If I was Barry, I would not take that job. I agree. Charlie Strong. Ain't no way on earth. Nope. And that's uh, that's the end of the list. So I, I think that list is about right. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a K storm jump in here said, congrats to Sarah Fuller, by the way, history made. Yeah. Um, I, I hate like that. There's a whole lot that's been said about like, she got up and, and did a halftime speech for the team and like all this other mess. It was just, it, if it was anybody else, like, I know that those players would be like, you know, you've been here for a week. Like what? What the hell are you doing? But uh, but do you know what she said at halftime? Yeah, no, I, I heard about it. About uh, we need to be supporting each other. Sense. Like it's yeah. not a. It's not a. She asked, "Can I speak?" Yeah, because she saw something on the sidelines that she has 
intimate knowledge of. Yeah, okay? she's used to playing in front of nobody. She she's used to having to do that. And I I loved that she had the the stones to be able to get up and and do that. Yeah, so it's not like she That's, like stepped out of her place. Yeah, and no, no, no. Like, I wasn't you know, saying anything bad about her. What I was saying is, had it been anybody else, I I think that that would have been. It, that wouldn't have been made a big deal of other than the players would have been like, what the hell? But with her, I think they actually looked at that and took something well, out. Maybe it's just, it just depends on who the other person is and what their life experiences were. That's I mean, because right now she's I'm talking about just some Joe from her that, life experiences yeah. and you should learn. You should listen, not yeah. because she's a girl, but because she has experience that you don't. Agreed. The definition of wisdom is a wise man learns from his mistakes. A wiser man learns from the mistakes of others. All right. Agreed. She's been she's been through playing in front of no crowds and no fans. And how do you how do you keep hyped? You have to do it. The people not playing in the game, that's their job. You have to stay fired up. Agreed. Agreed. Uh Casey said Bears went out and make the playoffs. Zero so. chance that happens. Damien said, Can somebody please uh get Pace at Nagy and Trubisky out of Chicago, damn it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they looked yeah. pretty bad last night. Did we pick the Monday nighter yet? Nope, we're going to here in just a little bit, though. Uh, Jeff Fisher will be a great fit. He knows the area and has good experience. He does He does know Nashville. Um, I don't know that he knows a whole lot about recruiting. He hadn't. Uh, you need a coach. But he you can need a coach. coach. Yep. No, you're you need right. a coach and he can coach. You are correct. Hey, which, uh, which one would you prefer gets it? I mean, obviously, I'm on the Healy bandwagon, but. No, I think I think Healy's a. I don't know. Hey, let me ask you a question: Why okay. in the world is Brett Bielema not on this list? I think, I think suing your former employer probably frowned upon. Just a guess. No way! No way! They you can't fire a guy that has a a, a, a ironclad contract like that, and then just say, "F you, we're not going to pay it." Without Agreed. getting your ass sued. And then everybody else said, well, he's the asshole for suing him. Hell no. I, I agree with so you. So this is a Sankey I, deal? It's a Greg Sankey saying don't bring no. him back to the SEC? No, no, no. I think this is just, you know, I, I think Vanderbilt thinks he may not be a good fit. And Take from that whatever you think. Um, but that's that's my guess. That's my guess. There's been no talk of him. We're, we're going to get to Bielema here in just a second. I know that, but, um, but my problem is, is he's about to take a job for three hundred k when this job pays four million. That's true. And I want to know why he's not qualified for this job, but he's qualified for that one. Well, there one thing is because he, he is a better coach than almost everybody on that list, and he's got real bona fides. I mean, he does, but he he also failed at Arkansas, and I think Arkansas no, is a better situation than. No, 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 you can't ask a guy to completely change the system and then every two years break the system down and rechange it, and then keep breaking the system down and rechanging it, and then he's doing what you ask him to do, and then say why isn't it working? Well, because you keep fucking with it. I, dude, I'm with you. I know what you're talking about, but what I'm but saying no, is no, the overall, AD at Vanderbilt knows what I'm talking about too because he's not a moron. Okay. I, I think a lot of it might have to do with uh, the fact that you think that you can get better. There's more hope with somebody else. Like, and I know that that's crazy, but okay. uh, there's there's that's a lot fine. that goes into hiring these coaches. So, Well, uh, it seems like it's a lot of I want my friend because there's a lot of people that are Vanderbilt people, and we've seen that just go up and smoke. So You're, you're 100% right on that. You are 100% right on call that. Call Michigan and ask them how the Michigan men are doing because none of them have been good. I, I'll tell you Not how just the— Jim, None of them. I'll tell you. Well, Brady Hoke was a Michigan guy too, so you know, and he wasn't is. good, and he got his ass fired. Exactly. 
Exactly. Um, let's talk about South Carolina really quick. So Ralph Russo uh, sent out a tweet earlier, and he said that the Vanderbilt coach, or sorry, the uh, South Carolina coaching search is winding down. Like it's, it appears that it is pretty much set. They are going to have their guy uh, sometime this week. It has been reported that uh, Billy Napier is going to have an in-person interview at South Carolina this week. Kind of, uh, kind of funny considering he's got a Friday night game at App State. I don't know what to take from that other than I might have to bet App State uh, because they, I mean, Louisiana's already got their side of the conference wrapped up. Um, he said, "This is interesting because of uh, because a bunch of the names that have been tossed around still have games left, some multiple games, which might tell you a little something about who is in play." Um, I have been reading several different articles about how well the Shane Beamer interview went. Now, they're still going to interview Billy Napier, but Shane Beamer, who is the uh, offensive head coach for the, or sorry, the assistant head coach for the offense at Oklahoma, 43, former assistant at uh, South Carolina, like all sorts of different stuff. He was there from 2007 to 2010. He, you know, I, I don't know a ton about Shane Beamer other than he's young. Everybody seems to love him. If that's the guy that you fired Will Muschamp and paid a massive buyout for, if you're a South Carolina fan, how do you feel? If you're a fan, you just have to trust your AD. When the guy gets in the door, the guy's your guy. I mean, everybody has an idea of who their guy is, okay? But but once once the new guy's named, that's your guy, and your list goes away. Yeah. I So it, I, I, I assume it is between... <laughs> Uh, Billy Napier and Shane Beamer, and I'm like, if it's if it's Napier, I'm feeling really good. If it's Beamer, you know, you can talk yourself into it because offensive head coach or assistant offensive head coach at Oklahoma. I mean, that sounds good, but we all know that that's Lincoln Riley's offense. So is this just? Yeah, you but know, if he's learned Lincoln Riley's offense, then that helps. I mean, I guess, but we're kind of getting into the uh, the Sean McVay situation in the NFL. Yeah, right? I don't. I'm not a huge fan of that, but it uh, many, many, many coaches have been hired because they, you know, have done that, and some of them have worked out, and some of them haven't. So, I mean, that's that is true. That is true. I mean, we see what uh, what Lafleur is doing up in Green Bay, yeah. and I mean, who knows? So we uh, we will see about the South Carolina job. But let's uh, let's talk about your boy Bieber. Who do you think it's going to end up being? Um. Do you think it's Billy? I, if Napier wants the job, I think he gets the job. Like I, I, I think that's how that goes. But man, do you I, think I there's heard... any way? Do you think there's any way they even f- float out the information about Shane and how well that interview went if he's not the guy? Uh, probably not. But they they also have not interviewed Napier in person. I'm also hearing. Yeah, you don't have to interview Napier. Well, they, I, like that, that's not an interview. That's a, do you want this job? That's that's kind of the thing. Well, they've already done Zoom interviews. Uh, he could not come in last week because of, he tested positive for COVID. Uh, he will be going in this week. And if you're interviewing a guy after you've already interviewed Shane Beamer, that kind of makes me think, hey, it may have gone well, but you know, may, maybe they weren't sold immediately. You know, so I I would have to think what what I have heard is that Napier wants a king's ransom to come coach. And then like, the, yeah, that's fine. So, and if if they don't feel like paying that, then obviously you if get that's the case for, you walk away cuz his yeah. 
So I I do think Napier is is worth more than Beamer. Uh, yes, it's he's worth more, more than Beamer, but I would need to know the definition of a king's ransom is. Yes. If you can pay Beamer two million and Napier four, I, I'm fine. I'll pay the four because yeah. that's what SEC coaches get, and you got that kind of money. I, if he I wants think, to walk in the door day one and he wants five or six, that's no. the number that I'm hearing. I, the The number that I have heard was Napier wants like five million over over five years guaranteed. No, no. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it either. But maybe they will. Maybe they will. I mean, it's it, it, in the grand scheme of things, with the money that they bring in from TV, twenty five million isn't. You know. Oh yeah, it's a drop in the bucket. It, the The biggest issue now. This is a. This is bad for negotiations, but I I don't I don't like being bent over by a barrel. Okay, we have to have a partnership. All right, at some point in time, the deal has to be good for all parties involved. Okay. And, and if you want to come in and, and you're supposed to be a South Carolina guy and we want to pay you, that's fine. But if you're going to come in and be demanding, then, then you're not just going to be demanding in your salary. You're going to be demanding in a lot of things, which Agreed. means you're not going to be agreeable, which means you're not going to do what's best for South Carolina. You're going to do what's best for Billy. Well, it's so, so I can't blame the him. Issue. I can't blame him for that. Here's the other side of this is if you look at that South Carolina's coaching hires just throughout, like obviously they brought in Lou Holtz and they brought in Spurrier, right? Nobody else has has stayed at South Carolina really long term and had had a good career. They've all they've all either been fired or that's it. Like nobody has taken South Carolina and moved on to a better job. Like it's you're at South Carolina and you don't win and you get fired. It's a coaching graveyard. So if I'm Billy Napier, I feel like I could win there, but if it's just too much to overcome then I need to make sure I get mine, and I, I totally get that side of it, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. That makes sense. I do get that. I'm okay with that. So, I mean, and you're right. Th- uh, these schools make a lot of damn money. Oh, they yeah. got no reason to not pay the coaches. So. Yep, you got that right. Like, I, I don't think Napier is going to be the guy that decides to show up just as a charity case, you know? Like, I, yeah. I feel bad well, for South Carolina. I'm not asking him to so. do that. Yeah. I just, I just want people to go to work and understand that they work for somebody bigger than themselves. Agreed. Agreed. Like, and I think when you can do that when and you're still get running paid. a team, I need you to know I need the coach to just just be as as team oriented as everybody else. Uh Havoc jumps in, said Nagy Road reads coattails just like Gase did Peyton. Very similar. Tyrone Davis jumps in, said, Hey, what's up? I was hoping Alabama would have lost. Uh there's a lot of people that wish that, buddy. Uh Michael Fritz said, What's up, fellas? Uh Casey said the Bears O line is just bad. Nagy isn't that bad. I, Casey, that's somebody who seems to want invested in the Bears staying bad. That's kind of what that sounds like. That's uh, that's 100% what that sounds like. Uh, let's talk about Brett Bielema really quick. Rumors are abound that he is in play for the Southern Miss job. Now, this would make the state of Mississippi's coaching hires as Deion Sanders at Jackson State <laughs> Uh, Brett Bielema at Southern Miss, and then, of course, Mike Leach at State and Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. I freaking love this. I want this to happen because I think that he could get some of those big old hog mollies from Mississippi and be able to run his offense the way that he wants to and be successful at Southern yeah. Miss. Like, yeah, I do too. I think he'd be way better than, than Jay Hobson did. Jay Hobson was pretty successful. Yeah, no, I do, I do too. And the Conference USA is there to be had. It yes. just is. Yes, uh, my God. So the rivalry between UAB and Southern Miss. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's it. That's the, those are the only two teams in play. 
right now. Everybody else is showing up. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, we've got Marshall. Marshall having a hell of a year this season. Like, Conference USA oh, is yeah, a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, 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 okay. But, I'm, but the I'm, rivalry. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of the divisions and, yeah. Yeah, no, that'd no. be a different division. Yeah. But, yeah. Ooh, boy, I am, I'm so stoked about that idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I hope he gets it. I want to see him back in college football. Much more so than, than with the Giants. I mean, it just. It, uh, yeah, he's just wasting away in the NFL. It's just a, it's just an assistant. Man, yes. he just. It's a, it's a crime shame. He's better than that. He's, he is better he, than he's that. more comical. He needs to be in front of a microphone. He needs to be head of of a team. And my God, I'd pay so much attention to Southern Miss. Like I, I, I barely know when they're playing now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, the 49ers are moving out of Santa Clara County. You saw this. I think you and I talked about this a little bit uh, last night. And Stanford is moving out of the county. And San Jose State is moving out of the county. And I believe that Berkeley is implementing it. And Cal is going to eventually have to move out of their county. Now, they, they already did for a little bit, but they got to move back home. And now the cases are spiking. And they're having to leave again just to be able to finish their seasons. This is insane. The, the 49ers have to play their next two home games in week 13 and 14 in the Cardinal Stadium down in Arizona. What what kind of a, like, what does this do to a team? I don't, I don't know. I know that people, I know that billionaires and millionaires and, and, and poor folk alike are leaving California in droves, okay? And if... I was. I think the Raiders are. Mark Davis is just laughing his ass off right now, oh, just because yes. he would be one of these teams that had to pack his shit and leave. He say, you know what? Double bird to you all. Okay, <laughs> I'm in Vegas, and we ain't got these problems. Um, I think California has gone batshit crazy. Uh, yes. Did you see that Gavin Newsom tweeted out this morning that it was Small Business Monday? Yeah. Like, that he, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, no, I, he, no, yeah, he tweeted. No, he, he shared something out about small business uh, over the weekend because it's Small Business Saturday. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, and and he shared it out literally after he just closed all the small businesses, and the only businesses open in the state of California are big box chain retailers. It is a crying shame. I hate it for our California buddies. Um, you know, there we go. Michael Fritz said, uh, Newsom is the U-Haul salesman of the year. Look, I just, I, I don't know what to make of that whole situation. Um, I hate it for the 49ers. I hate it for Stanford. I hate it for San Jose State because San Jose State is having a hell of a year. And they're supposed to host Hawaii this week. Like, they're still undefeated. 
I I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, you know, Cal, like they're, they're just trying to play. Like they, they, these guys just want to compete. And I don't know what they're thinking. Like I just I don't understand it. But uh, but we'll see what it means for the lines and for everything else that goes on because, you know, I, if you're a professional, I wouldn't imagine that it matters where you play. But, man, all that upheaval and, and just, you know, obviously these guys are human. And that just seems like it, it might be a lot. So we will see what happens with that. Uh, do you have a Monday night football pick? So it's uh, the, the yeah. line currently sits at six and a half. Seattle on the road at Philly. Um, I mean, that it opened at three. Yeah. I... I still kind of like Seattle, but that defense is kind of garbage. So I don't know. <laughs> it's defense going to look good tonight. You think so? Well, yeah. They're going up against a team that doesn't have a quarterback. See, this is where I don't feel bad about the Broncos, okay? I, I listed out on Twitter the other day. There's like nine NFL franchises that have played a game or will play a game this season that don't have quarterbacks, okay? So this this former wide receiver – that 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 they found off the scrap heap. That, that guy ain't any worse than some of these other bastards that are trying to play. I don't know, man. Those, those numbers are pretty bad. They're like, <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. But I've I've watched. Listen, I've watched their real quarterback play. All right, and Drew Locke ain't no cup of tea. Okay, I mean he ain't the greatest. Now you you right about that. He ain't the greatest. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to ride Seattle. Carson, I think Carson Wentz is making $20 million a year, $30 million a year, something like that, and he is awful. Yeah, that's Havoc said Wentz has imploded. Uh, K-Storm said, I'll take that garbage defense over bum Wentz any day. All day uh, long, all day long. Yep. The, 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 the number that I wouldn't take this game at right now. Okay? Uh, hey, Michael, Michael jumped in on the chat. He said, I'll be gone soon back to Colorado, even though Colorado isn't much better than California. No, it's not. Uh, Listen, now you need to come south of the Mason-Dixon line. Come on down here. We're good people. We're we'll good take people. care of you down here. And it's cheap as hell to live around here. It most certainly is. I uh, bet the food's better here. Hey, your last crap jumped in and said Carson Wentz highway robbery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really and hang on. They're not getting out of that contract. Nope. Listen, that, that deal is signed, sealed, and delivered. The Eagles are going to struggle for a while, for yeah. a long while. Okay. Uh, Casey said it's Jalen Hurts time. Uh, is that any better? Like, don't get nope. me wrong. I love Jalen Hurts, but nope, it ain't better. And they ain't I can't help it. I don't think it's any better either. I just uh, what's uh, what's our injury situation like for tonight for the Eagles? You know, I don't know. Don't know. Don't I know Carson Wentz is starting and playing. So I think that's all I that do matters. think we're going to see some Jalen because they have hinted towards the fact that that Jalen will be taking snaps. Let me tell you what I know about NFL owners and I know about GMs. If they pay somebody thirty million dollars, they damn well want that some bitch to play. That is true. That's that what I true. know about them. Okay, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's ego. There's a reason that Zeke is getting outplayed by Tony Pollard every snap by every measurable metric that we have. Tony Pollard is outplaying the shit out of him, and one guy makes twenty million, and the other guy is on a broke ass rookie deal. And you know who we're going to keep giving the ball to? The guy that can't run. Yep, because he's the one that's making the money. He's the one that's making the money, and I want him to earn his damn money. Even if he's awful. Even if it means me losing, because that's what these dumbasses think. I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't think that way. But these guys seem to do that, and they've done it 
ever since I've watched football. It is pride and ego over everything else, and it's so stupid. I agree. It is the re- you can hate Bill Belichick all you want. He does not give a damn about what somebody makes. It, it's kind of funny uh, because a, a lot of these billionaires that own these NFL franchises, I, I doubt that they would run their business the same way. No, like, but these are toys. You, you know what you do with your toys? You play whatever with the them. Fuck you, whatever you want. <laughs> You're 100% right about that. Uh, K-Storm said, at this point, we need to take a chance with Hurts because Wentz has been fool's gold. Uh, Michael said uh, he agrees about the South. He's trying to talk his wife into moving to College Station. College Station is nice. Ooh, College Station is nice. Yeah, I can get down I, with uh, that. I went, I went and saw a friend there with my first freshman year of college, and it was I, I enjoyed my time at College Station. Matt Miller said Wentz could be trade bait, but his contract is awful. I don't know of anybody that would. No, nobody won't. Hang on. There are enough teams that all have shitty quarterbacks. They don't need another shitty quarterback, even if he wasn't making any money. But the fact that he's making $30 million, nobody's trading for that contract. That's The NBA used to do this where they would do, like, uh, the expiring contracts and all that. Yeah. Like, it, you you became more valuable. But his, his contract's not expiring. No. His contract, he's got, like, three years left of that deal. It's, and, and even if he was expiring, that's not a thing in the NFL. Like, you ain't trying to get somebody off the books. Like, you're not trying to open up salary cap to go out and sign somebody else. Like, it's, it's just a different way of going about it. Like, the, the Eagles are stuck, man. They're just stuck. Uh, Havoc, stuck. Havoc said, I'm in Georgia, and the hospitals are almost maxed out, plus they're lying about their numbers. Um, I'm guessing yeah, he might. say the COVID situation was better. I just said you're not living under yeah. the, the, the chaos of, of California. Yeah. Like, uh, your business can still be open in Georgia. Yeah. You can make so, a living. You got that right. Um, let's see. Casey, they used their second-round pick on Hurts for a reason. Wentz is trade bait if I ran the Eagles. It, again, Nobody He's not wants trade him. bait who, if nobody who, wants to who, trade for him. Who thinks this is trade bait? I don't know. Uh, People are crazy. Casey said, I bet Belichick drafts the BYU quarterback. I would oh, not Zach be Wilson. upset with that. He's a lot of fun. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. Bill Belichick's last two first-round draft picks are complete bust. We could take Sony Michelle and, 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 and Harry and toss their ass out the damn window. Yeah, you got Damian Harris as a fourth-round pick, and he's he's been pretty and good. We spent a first-round pick on Michelle. And he sucks. Yep. Tyrone Davis said, I think Dak plays better than Wentz, even with a broken ankle. Uh, <laughs> that's just terrible. <laughs> Casey said, trade player for player with another big contract. What, you going to try and get, like, another but, bad player for a bad player? I, mean, I was just about to say, the other player is going to be good or they're not going to want to do it. Who wants – who thinks – the problem is, is we have too much film with Wentz sucking. Not one team looked at, looks at Wentz and says, man, I got to get that guy on my team. Mm, that's that's the missing piece right there. That's what we're missing. Hey, you know what? Let me let me ask this question, right? Because we've seen this with uh, so it, we had somebody havoc brought up Tannehill's contract. Um, if you were the Indianapolis Colts, if you don't get things done with Philip Rivers, if you can't win with him, all that good stuff, you've only got him for one year. Yep. Uh, we saw Wentz looked pretty damn good under Frank Reich. It, is that a possibility? Like, I wonder what it would be like a, re, a reunion with him because obviously Wentz no. and and Doug Peterson that's not a good combination. But I do, I don't I don't think I think Frank Reich knew what he was doing when he left. Maybe so. I think he knew he was propping that guy. Up. Why would he pay thirty million dollars to somebody who he knows he? I've got to do every. I've got to do all the heavy lifting. Frank Reich makes like six seven million dollars a year. Why the hell would he pay $30 million when he has to do all the heavy lifting? 
I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. But it, no. it, at the same time, like, I mean, what what are you getting after? Like, you got Jacoby Brissett plenty, and you got Jacob Eason. Plenty. God, oh, God. So, there's a million quarterbacks out there. Right now is the worst time to be a quarterback and the best time to want to go get one. That's okay. That's a valid point. Uh, Michael said nobody wants Wentz. He'll uh, he'll be cut before traded, guaranteed. Uh, Trubisky's definitely trade bait, damn it, to Damian. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody, nobody wants, wants that trash either. Uh, some people need a quarterback, uh, and and they would take Wentz. Uh, Colts could take Wentz, guarantee it. Good point. Uh, Garoppolo nope. for Wentz. Shanahan may think he could fix him. We know what Garoppolo is. He's a game manager. Uh, Matt Miller said, "I'm not saying I like Wentz. I'm just putting myself in Shanahan's mind." Ah, no, Shanahan. Shanahan's going to. Y'all don't understand. Kyle Shanahan's going to pay somebody a bag of beans to play quarterback. He's not going to have Carson Wentz. I mean, it, to be fair, uh, like Letterkenny, to be fair, uh, he did pay a, a whole hell of a lot of money to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, because they thought Jimmy Garoppolo was the answer. Then they realized he wasn't, and that's why they're trying to dump bait. That's a good point. But good they're point. not going to go get a guy that's $30 million that's also a problem. Yeah. That I have to do the heavy lifting for. No, that, you gotta I, you, think. I, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Noggin. Yeah, because it, it, if you've got the best offensive line in football, that's great, but you got to pay them dudes. So, yes, I can't pay $30 million to your ass, and they're not paying Jimmy close to 30 No, you're right about that. Jimmy's around 20 which is $10 million extra. No, I'm not doing that. Damon said, what about Wentz to Jacksonville? No. No, no. They're, they're drafting the dude this year, man. Come on. Yeah. Come no. on. All right. Get out of this. Let's uh let's dive into uh this recap right quick. We'll uh we'll we'll go quickly with this. I'm not gonna deep dive as much as we typically do. Ravens get the win forty one to twenty five on Thanksgiving Day. We did not have a show on Friday, so we didn't get to talk about these. Uh Deshaun Watson had four touchdowns in this game, and of course, Matt Patricia and the GM there both let go on Saturday morning uh in the fourth quarter of the Michigan loss to Penn State, which I found uh, very comical at the at the very least. So, um, you know, Texans look good. Uh, the Lions obviously did not. I would love to get Matt Stafford somewhere else because, my God, he is just wasting away. And you know he's got talent. You know the boy can play. But, man, that team is a dumpster fire, and I don't know who they can hire in to fix it. So I don't know. Nobody. John Elway needs to get on the phone right now. He needs to call the owner. She's like a 90-something-year-old lady and say, listen, let me take Stafford. He's been good to you. Don't don't make him go through his glory years with this. Let me let me have this kid and then let me do something with him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, I mean that's a, they got to get him out of there. They got to get him somewhere decent. Um, and and the Lions just need to to restart. Just, oh, you were talking about who the Colts gonna go get? That's somebody the Colts could go get. Yeah, you know you got a point. There's there. a bunch of there's gonna be a bunch of quarterback movement this year. There's I gonna think be so. a bunch. I think you're uh, I think you're right about that. Uh, Matt Miller said, Fuller just got popped for Peds. I had him and Tyreek and, uh, in fantasy and needed every single point. Uh, I did not realize that, but, I, I mean, it would make sense. Six receptions, I got, I got, I got yards. a text today that, that Fuller, or while we were going, that Fuller got popped for PEDs. Interesting. Well, after that performance, I could see it because he was kind of superhuman in that game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I could see it. Like, they say these tests are random. Yeah, bullshit. I don't buy that at all. I don't buy it at all. Uh, the Redskins, uh, whatever there. The football team. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, 41-16 to 16 win over the Cowboys. This was not even close. Uh, they destroyed the Cowboys. Antonio Gibson, former Memphis running back, 20 carries, 115 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Zeke, that's how you run the football. 
That is how you run the football. Amari Cooper had six receptions for 112 yards and one touchdown for Dallas, uh, but that was about the only thing that they had going whatsoever. This is a bad football team. Bad football team. Yep, you got it right. Yeah, you think Mike McCarthy only lasts one season there? No, because Jerry Jones is hard-headed. Because that would mean Jerry would have to admit he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right about that. Tell you, man, these guys, these guys, they just, they're so afraid of anybody thinking they made a mistake ever. Man, I'd be, I'd just be trying to win, especially if I was old. Me too. Me too, man. I don't give a damn. Um, Hey, so we got to, let's see, give Detroit Locke and Hinton for Stafford. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Casey said, I called that Gibson career day, and Havoc said Matt Ryan is more likely to go to San Francisco. Uh, and Matt Miller. Matt Ryan's numbers will go through the roof because that's what he, yeah. Kyle knows how to use him. He knows how to use Kyle. Well, we're we're moving into the Falcons, so let's, you know, Matt Miller said Matt Ryan is criminally underrated now. He used to be overrated. Uh, the Falcons, I mean, put a whooping on the Raiders, the likes of which we hadn't seen in quite some time, and it was not Matt Ryan. Like, this was just overall uh, a complete and total whipping. Yep. 43 to 6 in this game. Matt Ryan was only 22 out of 39, 185 yards. He had two touchdowns and a pick. So it wasn't it wasn't him, but my god, at some point Vegas put in Nathan Peterman <laughs> at quarterback and he didn't throw a pick. Like he he had five uh, uh attempts. He completed three of them. He did not throw an interception. I uh, was kind of surprised. The Falcons held the Vegas rushing attack to 14 carries and 40 yards. I was shocked by this game. Like, I, it's not the, like if if Vegas had lost the game, that's one thing. But forty three to six getting destroyed like this by a bad football team, unacceptable. I mean, the Raiders were were fighting for a, a playoff spot. Like, unacceptable. Ah, oh, my God! And and this is, you know, like I understand they were they were playing the Chiefs recently, and they you know they showed up against the Chiefs, but my God, they didn't show up for this game. Uh, Chargers go up to Buffalo. They get beat 27-17. to uh, Justin Herbert, 52 pass attempts, completed 31 of them, 316 yards, one touchdown. The numbers look good. Eh. But uh, but they get beat again. So the Bills are sitting at 8-3. and three. Uh, They are getting ever so closer to winning the AFC East uh, for the first time in, what, like 20 years? I mean, it's been a long, long time. Long time. Uh, the Giants get a win over the Bengals. That moves them into first place in the NFC East. Uh, the Bengals are basically uh, nothing without Joe Burrow. Uh, w- without Burrow, this team is about as boring as you can possibly get. Is that is that fair to say? No reason to ever talk about them. The Titans, man. So I, I brought this up to you on Sunday evening. I said, what the hell was that? 45 to 26. Derrick Henry has 27 carries, 178 yards, three touchdowns. Where was this when they played in Nashville two weeks ago? I mean, what, what do we even say about this? The Colts got completely dominated at home. And, I mean, this Titans team is now 8-3. and three. They look like contenders. Yeah. No, they look like they finished the season last year. I don't know. I, this is – it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, the Panthers go on the road to the Vikings, and they lose by a point. This was a great game, by yes. the way. Give up 18 fourth-quarter points, and this is the second game this year that they have missed on a last-second kick. Mm-hmm. They, they've lost it. On, on a missed field goal at the end. Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, it wasn't, it wasn't Dalvin Cook that got the win for him. 18 carries, 61 yards. Kirk Cousins, 
Like every now and then, he has one of these kind of games where he just shows up, and it's just it, it's completely it's unexpected. without Thielen. Without yeah. Thielen. Oh yeah. Uh, I bet they trade Thielen's ass right now. I mean, maybe. Like Thielen seemed to be like his safety blanket, but man, uh, no. Justin Jefferson is just so he's he's just a two just touchdowns, a, an amazing yeah. seven receptions on thirteen targets, had seventy yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Busy Johnson seven receptions, seventy four yards. Kyle Rudolph had seven receptions for sixty eight. Chad Beebe had seven for sixty three. Dalvin Cook had four for twenty one. Like they they were moving the football. I mean, it it was fascinating. <laughs> I just I, the the game made no sense. Okay, I, I thought the I thought the Panthers had won this in the third quarter because they they took a massive lead in this game. I mean, it was like twenty one to ten, and I thought there is no way. And then they just open up like they open up a can in the fourth quarter, and uh, and the Panthers could not finish it off. Uh, your Patriots, hey, let's talk about your Pats for a little bit. Cardinals go up to Foxborough and take an L back home with them, twenty to seventeen. Tell me what happened here. I know you watched every play of this. Yeah, uh, they ran the football really well. Cam Newton looks bad. They play great defense. That's just what happened here. They they played unbelievable defense, um, and and uh, they controlled the game. They shut down Kyler Murray. They shut down this offense. Is what Bill does. Takes the best player you've got, Hopkins, and said, uh, "You might as well just go home today because you're not going to catch the ball." And yeah, five five receptions for fifty five yards. Hey, uh, so you sent over to the group chat. Um, you were very upset oh. about a call in that game. You felt like it was completely rigged that they were screwing fourth, fourth with the fourth quarter. Okay. The Patriots have Patriots have a punt return for a touchdown. Okay. And in a game that was tied ten to ten at the time, seven points is a big freaking deal. Okay. And they called it back for one of those blindside hits, all right? And it was as clear and clean a block that you've ever seen. The Somehow, the guy blocking was way in front of the guy trailing, and he was catching the receiver, and he turned, and he squares him up, literally stands directly in front of him drops his shoulder and lets the guy just run into him and he just blasts the hell out of him. And they threw the blind side and they took the touchdown off the board, which now because the Patriots offense sucks, they don't score. And I I was furious. I thought it was going to cost them the game, a game in which in the fourth quarter, it's 10 to 10 and you take seven points off the board. That's, that's the game right there. Yeah. I was I was furious. I was furious. Oh, you you most certainly were. There there were words that cannot be repeated. So. Yes, I mean, because here's the thing, man. If we if we get beat, we get beat. I don't mind getting beat. All right, you you can't take it from them though. You just you just can't. Yeah, uh, Damien of course jumps in. Wait, a Pats fan calling rigged? That's a first. That's a- oh god, Damien. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear from you. You cry, baby. <laughs> Okay, Casey uh, jumps in. He said, Jeremy Chen is a beast. He's the steal of the draft. He He's playing pretty well. Like, he's definitely doing that. Uh, your last crap said the Cardinals are who we thought they were. Uh, Casey's trying to jump in with the Chiefs letting the Bucks cover. Uh, let's let's talk about that here in just a little bit. The Dolphins get the cover over the Jets, 20-3. to Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of showed out a little bit. Uh, this was 
two teams that it didn't look like either one of them really wanted to win. But, you know, Dolphins, better team. They got the W, so they are 7-4 and four on the season now. Uh, the Cleveland Browns go down to Jacksonville. They get a win. Puts them at 8-3. and three. They, you know, it was 27-25. to 25. It wasn't impressive. But the way that their schedule sets up, like, I mean, they're, they're probably going to have, what, 10, 11 but, wins? Well, they got 10. I think they're going to, they got two easy games, two tough games left. Um, there's a world in which the Steelers rest players on that week 17 game. So, you know, if they win 10 games, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. So, you know what I always say? You know, we say winning cures everything, but I actually think that's bullshit. I think it's winning a catchy name. Yep. But I think winning hides flaws. And the worst thing that could happen to this team is they're going to win 10 games because yep. they are going to hitch their wagon to Baker Mayfield for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Uh, his We're going to end up with a Carson Wentz situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baker, by the way, 19 out of 29, 258 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb was at the start of the game. 19 carries, 144 yards, one touchdown. He is the one that should be paid. Like, bottom line, he should be paid, not Baker. But it is what it is. Uh, Casey's jumping in. He said the Browns beat the Titans on Sunday. Uh, mm, I think the Titans do everything this, the Browns that do. That game is going to be fun to watch because you got you talk about the two best run games in football. Yes. Oh, yes. Most certainly. Uh, let's see. That was the Jets in hyperdrive, man. So impressive. Uh, 0.75 points a quarter. <laughs> yeah. Michael uh, jumped in. He, he wanted to jump in on the uh, the Patriots. He said the blindside block is a joke. You just have to let someone tackle your guy if you have to go back and block a guy. Yeah. No, I, I do agree. that. that so they're trying to do, like, these safety measures. I'm okay with the safety. I'm okay with the safety. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely okay with it. And I'm not opposed to the blindside block rule. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't like it when I see it because it looks like it's football. And, and I get it. The problem is, is this was absolutely not close to a blindside block. I mean, he literally stood in front of the guy and squared him up. Yeah. You can find the video on Twitter. It's pretty easily like this is the definition of I'm standing in front of you. You're trying to get by me to tackle my guy. I'm going to block you. That It doesn't get any more square than that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I did see it. And yes, you're right. It was a terrible call. Terrible call. Uh, the Saints beat the Broncos. That was fully expected. Uh you know, 31-3. to three. However, Taysom Hill, after a massive week against the Falcons, he comes back this week, 9 out of 16 passing, 78 yards, one interception. Uh, Latavius Murray showed out in this game, 19 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know what to make of this. Uh, I'm not making anything out of it. I think a lot of this was game plan, and I also think a lot of this was the Broncos knew they were uh, backed up, and they just threw everything they had defensively at them. Kendall Hinton, by the way, Denver uh, quarterback for this game, one out of nine, 13 yards, two interceptions. So, again, for all those guys that think that you could complete a pass in the NFL, this guy was a state champion quarterback in high school. He played quarterback in college and could do nothing, absolutely nothing in this game. So, uh, Phillip Lindsay, uh, he, he got hurt in this game, didn't he? Like, I think I think he uh, might be out for the next. Yeah, uh, I think I, I don't know if he was hurt. I mean, he didn't finish the game, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I think how bad it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, from what I saw today, there's a chance he's not going to play, like, for the next couple of weeks, maybe. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. Whew, hey, I didn't know it was that bad, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's why Royce Freeman got in the game. So, uh, Casey said the Broncos quit. Mm. Oh, probably. I mean, yeah, it's hard to keep fighting when you know you can't win. 
Uh, Chai City jumps in and said, does anyone else outside of Chicago think the Bears are pitiful? I want to tear down from President Phillips to Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy all gone. Uh, Michael said, Denver gets thrown under the bus. And then Michael said, yeah, he got banged up. Talking about Philip Lindsay, bone bruise, MCL sprain. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about uh, the 49ers right quick. They get a win. They got uh, a bunch of their dudes back. Nick Mullins actually played okay. Uh, Cam Akers looked good. Nine carries for 84 yards and a touchdown in this one. Debo, hey, Debo coming back, looking good. 11 receptions, 133 yards. That 49ers offense, man, they, they know how to compete with that division. And the Rams could not get it done. Aaron Donald was about as mad as you could ever get about that ball game. Like, him, him throwing his helmet there towards the end, man, I was, I loved it. I absolutely, loved, not not because I don't like Aaron Donald. Obviously, I love him. He's a short dude like me, and he's stocky, and he's he can, I mean, the dude is a beast. He's unbelievable. But the 49ers, man, like, there's just something about Kyle Shanahan having having their number. Like, I, I don't know what it is. But uh, but the 49ers moved to 5-6. and six. You know, obviously, they are not quitting on this season. Um, I thought they might at some point, but they are continuing to compete. So, no, man, Kyle's a football guy. That, that team is ran by John Lynch, who's a football guy. Those guys don't quit. They keep fighting. They don't mind getting beat, but you're going to have to beat their ass. They're not going to hand it to you. So they are they are currently at five and six. Here's what they got left. They got the Bills, Washington, the Cowboys, Cardinals, and the Seahawks. Uh, is there a world in which they get to eight and eight? And because I think they can beat Washington, I think they can, I think they can beat the Cowboys. It, they can probably beat either. And they the can Cardinals. beat either of those teams in their division. Yeah, and so they move to eight and eight. They got a shot at the playoffs. I think I, they're going to get the nine, but. I think you're probably right about that. But there are seven teams getting into the playoffs now, and it could be yeah, eight. Yeah, the NFC the NFC stacked, though. That's the problem. The 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 Bucks are, are already gonna take one of those. They've already got seven or eight wins. So they're gonna they're gonna take they're gonna take one of those spots. The other two are going to the uh the West Coast team, but you know, you gotta jump the Rams. I, you gotta jump the Cardinals. I will tell you this. Uh I know that the 49ers are one of those teams that is hoping and praying that this Ravens and Steelers game ends up getting canceled. Because if it gets canceled, that means that we are moving to eight playoff teams. That's right. And if that happens, the 49ers have a in. good shot. So I think they are in. Uh, the Chiefs get a win 27-24 over the Broncos. This was the uh, the primetime big spot game on Fox. It was, you know, all this hoopla, Tom Brady against uh, Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Chiefs go up 27 to 10 and then just kind of coast it to the end. It, it it got a lot closer than I think people thought it would. Uh Mahomes 37 out of 49, 462 yards and three touchdowns. Just absurd. I mean, just it, he he's ridiculous. He's like, really good at football. <laughs> he is, that's about the uh best most generalized way that you could say that. <laughs> no hoopla around it. Just he is really good at the sport that he plays. Yeah. He's he's unreal. Um, I just, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, not much more to say about this. I, the Bucks are seven and five right now. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this team. Like I just, they they have not looked good in weeks. Like they, no, they had the I mean, one, they, they had the one big like a, a blowout win over the Panthers, but they just it, something looks wrong there, man. I don't know what it is. Like I, do you talking two weeks in a row? They played two of the best teams in the world that could be playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they're supposed they to be one of those teams. They got beat by the Saints. They got beat by no. They're not as good as the Saints, and they're not as good as the Chiefs. What do you want me to say? Well, 
Getting blown out by those teams is not just a black mark on your resume. Lots of people have done it. I mean, you you got a valid point there. You have got a valid point there. Uh, the last game of the night, this was Sunday Night Football. The Bears headed over to Lambeau Field, and the Packers put a whooping on them, up 41-25. to This was uh, this was 41-10 to yeah, this at the was end not of the third game. quarter. Uh, it wasn't even worth talking about, but we do have a lot of Chicago guys in here that yeah. uh, that want to – like, obviously, we've got some guys that are talking about the Bears going 10-6 and that have to win out. Uh, no, those people are insane. I think Casey said that. I think, I think he's insane. I, looking at the schedule, uh, they got the Lions, they got the Texans, they got the Vikings, the Jags, and the Packers at home. Um, all right. Well, outside of that Packers game, they might be favored in all those games. Holy shit. Yeah. They So they do this have a problem. They're going to win a bunch of games, and then everybody's going to be like, well, we got to run it back. We can't fire anybody. Bullshit. Fire no, everybody. They need to. <laughs> so Nagy uh, said Monday his team needs to wake our tails up after Sunday's flat out embarrassing loss to the, uh, to the Packers. Uh, Trubisky was like, the numbers look okay, but he was awful. Like, obviously, he had garbage time scores there. Uh, but 26 out of 46, 242 yards, three touchdowns. I don't want to hear. Like, I don't want to hear. He's, I don't want to see another. I don't want to see a single stat of his after the third quarter. And he just set all that shit on fire. Yeah. 41 to 10 after three is just. I mean, what are we doing? So, like, that's it. it you, don't give me garbage time bullshit. Um, <laughs> Chai City said Trubisky may go down as the worst draft pick ever. With who they passed up, Mahomes and Watson, name a worse draft pick at the number two overall spot. Yeah, I and can't. you moved up to get it. You gave up another first this following year to get it. Yep. That's why Ryan Pace, and I've, and I've said this from the day after that draft, you need to take that guy and hurl him off the Michigan Bridge. Um, just, just, I'm talking collar, belt loop, hurl off the Michigan Bridge. Uh, Havoc brings up a valid point here. He said the Titans fired their head coach after a playoff win, and it was totally the right move. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. What was his name? Um, Matt, or no, Mike. uh, God bless America. I cannot remember it. But, yeah, he he won a game at Kansas City. Mike Malarkey. Malarkey, that's it. Uh, Won a game at the Chiefs, like with Alex Smith and Andy Reid and all that kind of stuff. Won a playoff game, got destroyed by the Pats the week after. And it was the furthest the, the Titans had been in the playoffs since the Super Bowl, like back in 97 or whatever it was. And and they they, they realized, hey, even though we got as this win, as, like, as soon as you know you have a losing hand, fold it. They brought in Vrabel. And uh, although the, the regular season win total has not gone over nine, uh, they have been a substantially better program. Since then, now I think they will break nine this year, uh, but they they've been nine and seven for the last four years. It's insane. But I, I'm telling you, listen, you, you can't do it with quarterback because because this almost happened to the Jags. This almost happened to the Jags. Think so. How bad the Jaguars are right now? Think about how bad of a position they would be in if, let's say, they don't get they don't cough up that game that AFC Championship game to the Patriots. Okay, yeah. let's say let's say. Blake Broyles wins that game. And let's say when they play the Eagles, we don't know what happens, but that defense was pretty amazing for the Jags. And let's say, I mean, hell, Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Let's say Blake Broyles wins a Super Bowl. He's now the Jacksonville quarterback at 30-something million a year. And you 
your your team is set back another decade. This is the problem is is sometimes we we let somebody uh, the Browns are going to do this. They're going to say, "Holy shit, Baker Mayfield led us to 10 wins. Now we got to we got to lock him up. We got to pick up not only just pick up that fifth year option, but we also have to pay him. We have to give him a big contract. No, you do not. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's okay to let somebody ride their contract out or to say, you're good. We appreciate what you've done, but you're not getting us over any humps. You are not the reason you know what why we, are we with went you. 10 and 6. Yes. Yeah. You, you, know you why are we not. Went 10 and yeah. 6. And so we are going to move on. That's what the Titans did. They said, Mike Malarkey, we appreciate everything you've done, but you, this is your ceiling right here. And this ain't where we want our ceiling to be. And so if we have to go backwards to go forward, we will. We're going to say goodbye. Yep, I agree. It's it, The Bears need to do it. The, the A lot of teams need to do it. They, they, like I said, the Broncos need to do it with their quarterback right now. Right now, go out and and, and call these teams, that the, the Matt Staffords of the world, and say, hey, can you come play for me? Because we're a quarterback away from being pretty damn good. Yes, I agree. At Stefanski, I think, with a quarterback would be unbelievable. unbelievable. Yes. Yes, I'm going to tell you this. There are pictures floating around the internet. I watched every snap of that game. There are pictures floating around the internet. There's there's a pass play that happened early in the second quarter or late in the first quarter where Baker misses her uh, uh, tight end, one of the tight ends. Joku or... I don't know. It wasn't in Joku. It was either Bryant or uh, or the the guy from Atlanta. Ah, oh, shit, his uh, name went gone. Anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. One of the big white tight ends. Anyway, well, I mean, wide open. Nobody's within Hooper. fifteen fifteen yards of him. Right, Austin Hooper. Okay. Hooper. That's it. Yeah. It's one of those two. Nobody's within fifteen yards of him. All right, and Baker throws it and misses him wildly. Okay, and then they end up settling for a field goal there. In the still frame of that, that's going around Twitter. He didn't just miss Hooper. He also, Hunt was wide open underneath, and if he catches the ball, there's nobody within eight yards of him, and he's on the three-yard line. He walks into the end zone. There were two guys, could not be more open. All day long, guys were wide-ass open in that game. That's scheming, my friend. That Yes, Jacksonville's not good. That is Stefanski scheming the hell out of that game. Uh, Chai City said, would Pat Fitzgerald be a good coach in the NFL? He said, asking for a franchise that needs a head coach. <laughs> the Bears. Uh, I, I kind of think he would because I think he's a, I think he's a really good coach. I think he knows how to run an organization. I think he does as well. I think he does as he's well. got to hire great coordinators and trust them to do their jobs. Uh, Ryan Johnson said, I think Chris once said that Carson Wentz is a favorite quarterback in the NFL. Uh, no, four, four years of this show, I will guarantee you, Chris has never said anything nice about Carson Wentz. <laughs> he wanted them to fire Carson Wentz and keep Nick Foles. The second the, the second the confetti was falling down, they had people offering them two first-round draft picks for Carson Wentz. And I said, sell that son of a bitch. Sell him right now. The confetti is falling. You get the <laughs> most amount of money you can ever get. He's having an MVP-type season before he gets hurt. I don't care. You sell that horse. You sell that horse right now. Yep, you got that right. it was all fool's gold. Uh, Ryan Johnson said, Gary got some cool lighting in that room. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Not bad. 
Uh, Blue Hawk said uh, wide open, and Havoc said Malarkey would not have benched Mariota and uh, and saved the season. Ain't, ain't nope, that the truth? That's a hundred percent right. Once again, it took stones to bench Marcus Mariota, the number two overall draft pick, the franchise. Nope, for a guy who's a retread that nobody thought had any talent. Yep, yep, I agree. I'm just telling you, man. I it takes. These are not easy decisions to make. It's not easy to cut loose from the guy you drafted early and say, I messed this up. It's not easy. These these franchises have to do it. It's not easy to cut bait from the guy you just paid $30 million to and say, look, we cocked this one up. Yeah. Okay, We got to figure it out. You just can't just double down on your loss, though. That's just Un- Unless stupid. you're okay with foolish. losing. Like, and that's the only thing that I can assume here is that they're okay with losing. Uh, Blue Hawk said that Mayfield did the same thing last week, and Miller said, no, it was Landry and Hunt wide open in the middle of the field for a touchdown to either inside uh, or either inside the 10-yard line. Well, um, the still frame that I have is is the Hooper. It's one of the tight ends and Hunt. And so, the, so it probably happened. Frame. So, no, it happened multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> multiple times. Didn't end up with touchdowns on those plays. Settled for field goals because he missed these guys wide ass. So what was weird is, text to one of my Cleveland friends, there were guys covered like blankets, and he was he was throwing lasers. And it's just like he just – it's one of those things where the pitcher could throw the baseball through a teacup, but he can't throw the ball from first to first. Like, you know that? Yeah, I know what you're like, talking about. Like, I got to underhand this one because I don't know how to throw it 25 feet, but I can throw it 60. It's the kind of the same thing. Guys were covered, and he was making great throws. Great yep. throws. Guys wide open that if they catch this ball, it's a touchdown. Nothing. And he, and he can't get them. Can't get them. Uh, Damien said the Bears need Jim Harbaugh as their coach. Uh, I wouldn't mind Jim. I actually think Jim's going to come back to the NFL and be really good. I, I think he'd be better there than in college. Uh, college I think he's really good. I think he hates 18-year-old kids. That's what I really think. That's the truth of it. He don't want to be around no 18, 19-year-old kids. Uh, Blue Hawk wants to know who South Carolina is going for as a head coach. We talked about that earlier, but it looks like it's down to Shane Beamer and Billy Napier. Uh, the Eagles should have kept Nick Foles and traded Wentz. Absolutely. I was right there with you. Um, let's see. Brett Veet said he was the best football player he's ever seen. Um, if he saw that, how come no other? Uh, he was talking about uh, uh, Trubisky. So that's why they ended up taking that. Um, K Storm coming in on on your side said BS. Chris never said that about Wentz. No, and uh, never. Michael Fritz said, uh, "What is it with these franchises holding on to bad players? Elway's guilty of the same. Houston saved yes, him by bidding. Elway's really bad at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's going right. to get saved. They they got a Baker Mayfield situation right now. They got a Baker. Drew Locke is just good enough to make you think, oh, this guy can play. But we have seen his ceiling, man, and it and it ain't great." Okay, and he is going to turn the ball over in crucial situations. You want to live your entire life with Kirk Cousins? Be my guest. Yeah, be my damn guest. But I don't want that. Uh, Michael Curtis wants to know if we will be broadening our horizons and covering the FCS football uh, season in March. Probably. That, that's my guess. There's not going to be a whole lot going on. Uh, it, you know, we've got the NCAA tournament that we'll be talking about. Uh, but I would imagine that we will be talking some FCS football. Uh, in March, yeah, because we'll be, we'll be talking a little bit. Yeah, well, are, are, do we know that all FCS teams are going to try to play? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're doing like the full NCAA FCS. Thing. Well, obviously, a lot depends on the vaccine and what the yeah, numbers yeah. look like and everything because they may just shut it down again. So, either way, we shall see. All right, you guys have uh, 
Let's see. Did I miss your guys' picks for tonight's game? Yeah, we're both on on Seattle. We think the Eagles are trash. Now, who knows? With that said, the Eagles will probably end up covering. But the Eagles against the spread are pretty terrible this year. So, you know, I, I do still like the Eagles, um, and Chris likes them as well. Or sorry, I do still like the uh, the Seahawks, and Chris likes them as well. So, yeah, we're uh, we're riding with Russell Wilson. So we're, we're gonna let Russ cook, and uh, and he's gonna cook some Eagle this evening. Uh, will you guys do mock drafts and Final Four brackets? Uh, I don't know about. Uh, yeah, well. I don't know about a mock draft. We'll definitely be talking the NFL draft, and we will certainly do final four brackets. So, If things are opening back up, Chris is going to be in Cleveland for the draft. There you go. Uh, who do we have to win the Super Bowl? Uh, man, I hadn't thought about it. Let's let's talk about that on Wednesday. Let's do, okay. let's do that on Wednesday. Let's, let's go on and get out of here. All right. Uh, tonight, of course, Monday Night Football. You guys go do your homework. Watch some NFL tonight. And then, uh, of course, we will have, I guess, NFL on Wednesday. I guess. It, who knows? Either way, uh, we will be on SBR tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time for our Deep Dives and Picks show uh, for the college football weekend coming up. And it's going to be a good time. So uh, there's some fun games this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do us a favor. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Subscribe everywhere you need to be subscribed. Do us a favor. We are killing the podcast game right now. Go and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a nice five-star review on Apple. The the subscriptions and downloads and all that help out. The reviews, for whatever reason, help the algorithm even more. So do that for us. Help get us out in front of some more people. We would certainly appreciate that. And, uh, and share the show out. So Chai City said, uh, love the show, fellas. Good night. Hey, we appreciate it. You night. guys are killing the podcast. That's We're just dancing about. monkeys, okay? We you just that right. we just run our yak. And, and you know, we have a lot of fun doing that. So we'd appreciate you letting us keep on doing it. So... <laughs> We appreciate all of you. Uh, thanks for jumping in the chat, of course, and for sharing the show and doing everything that you do that make it possible for us to do this. We certainly appreciate all of you. Uh, Chris, anything else we need to hit? That's it. That is it. All right, we will be back tomorrow over on SBR. We hope to see you all there. Until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and let's cash some tickets. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.